In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we've come to uh, the season, long season of Pentecost. We've got the green stole on for this and beginning, um, really continuing from the season of, Pif- of Epiphany, but beginning this new um, theme and season in the Gospel of Mark, which is really very sort of quick gospel, very action-packed gospel. And um, Jesus has just called his disciples. He went up to the mountain and he called those to whom he wanted, and he appointed 12 as to be apostles. And this is the the passage that's just preceding this. There's already been um, lots of of healings, lots of um, work that Jesus has been doing in the region, but now we have the official calling of the disciples. And then he went home. And a crowd came together when they, so they could not even eat. There were so many people. And when his family heard it, they were they went out to to restrain him, um, because because people were talking about him, right? And and here we have in Mark's gospel the first sort of glimpse of of the conflict that that takes place of of everything we've been talking about. Um, all through Easter season of the world being turned upside down by the resurrection. The world is turned upside down even in your family. Uh, the world oftentimes challenges uh, what this new reality of who God is. And the scribes come and, and they begin to challenge Jesus and say, um, he is a demon. And Jesus says, you're not even making sense to say that I have a demon and I cast out demons by demons because how can Satan be against himself, right? If, if I'm acting in league with the devil, how can I cast out devils? That's, you know, what is this sort of like a, a, a double switch, right? Of, of really trying to, 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 play the long con, I guess, to some extent, Jesus is saying that this, you, you guys are, are ludicrous. But it's only when, when a strong man is, is tied up, is bound, so to speak, that um, thieves can come in and steal. So therefore, sort of Jesus is, is making the statement here. We have to bind up Satan, and then we can we can plunder Satan's house. Or the, the the flip side of that is also true. Satan has to bind us up um, in order to to come and plunder us. Um, but the joy is that we've been released. We've been we've been unbound. We've been set free. We've been made whole, and. And this is what, what Jesus is beginning to say. Um, we've already had these passages of, of the, the man with the withered hand who was, who was healed. We've already had the, the proclamation of, of new wine being poured into new wineskins and not old wineskins. We've already set up in, in Mark's gospel this, this theme of of something new is at work. God has burst forth into the world. And um, the glory and the joy and the reality 
of this of this new kingdom of God coming in means that we have the ability and the power to bind Satan and to be set free. Um, and this is what Jesus is saying. Uh, and it ends, this passage ends with, with um, who are my mother and my, and my brothers, right? Your, your family is calling you. And Jesus says, who are my mother and my brothers? My mother and my brothers are those who, and sisters who, who do the work of God. You all, you all who are here are my family. And Jesus isn't, isn't looking to obviously put down family. What he is looking to do is create a hierarchy in the kingdom of God. Um, that God is, is first and foremost in your life. And the people that are, that are invested in the kingdom of God and your family, your natural family, may be below that. Um, if they're if they're separate, right? I mean, this is this is not to say that you should you should dislike your your parents um, more than these people, or you don't take care of them, or you still don't honor them. That's not what Jesus is saying either. But but there's there's a reality that a new family is at work. There's a new um, thing that's that's happening that's that's stronger than the ties of of blood, that's stronger than the ties of descendancy, and and this is an important thing in the culture of Jesus. It's an important thing now, but it's really important. You know, one of the things that um, people always complain about to me when they first start to read the Bible or they try to start to read the Bible is they get stuck, right? They get stuck on the genealogy. If you'd start in the New Testament, even in the Gospel of Matthew, it's Abraham was the father of Isaac, the father of Jacob. Jacob's the father of Jude and his brothers, Jude and the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar and Perez, the father of Hezron and Hezron, the father of Aram. And you're like, oh my golly, right? Who can, you know, I'm, I'm bored already. <laughs> Put it down. You've, you've just started the New Testament. People keep claiming to how amazing the word of God is. And you open the word of God. And the first thing you get in, David was the father of Solomon. And Solomon, the father of Rehoboam. And Rehoboam of Abijah. And Abijah, the father of Asaph. And you're like, oh, your eyes glaze over. Because who you are and where you came from was a vital aspect of being a descendant of Abraham, of being one of the covenant people of God, of being one of God's chosen, God's anointed, God's blessed. And the the New Testament sets up, Jesus is a descendant of David a descendant of Abraham. He is an anointed, the Messiah. But now Jesus also has come to say, who are my relatives? My relatives don't have to trace their lineage back to Abraham. My relatives are right here. Who are God's chosen people? God's chosen people 
are not descendants of Abraham. As John the Baptist said, God can raise up descendants of Abraham out of these rocks, out of these stones. We are members of the kingdom of God because we seek and follow Jesus Christ. This is the new shift. This is the new reality. And and so it's important that it comes right after this, this meeting with the scribes as well who challenged Jesus about being in league with Satan. And Jesus says, not only am I not in league with Satan, but there's, you think you've, you've got it all together. You think you're secure because you're claiming descendancy from Abraham. Well, there's a reality of a, of a new kingdom order whereby those who have the Spirit of God, are the ones who are transformed. And this is in um, the, the reading from 2 Corinthians as well, which basically says we have, we have treasures and jars of clay talking about our own selves. That even though our body is, is decaying and breaking down and dying day after day after day, we have life that flows from the power and glory of God living with a, within us, at work in us. So even this shift where, where our bodies, um, our natural bodies may, may grow old, there's life that bursts forth in us, through us, powerfully, that nothing can destroy it. Nothing can, can wipe it away. We live by the faith and glory of Jesus. Not by, not by striving to find um, you know, the, the, the uh, fountain of youth or, or like Indiana Jones um, in the Last Crusade, seeking to find the, uh, the cup used at the Last Supper and so that you can drink and, and have life forever. Right. The life that you have forever is the life that comes from the Spirit of God that works in you, through you. Life that, that lives on, that's passed down by the Spirit of God. Life that flows forth from us to the people around us, to our family to our friends, to our natural family, and to our Christian family, our church family. And so there's, there's lots of times where people get discouraged by this reading, thinking that Jesus is just casting off his mother being, being rude, but that's not what Jesus is saying at all. Jesus is opening up the new reality to the new life, to the new world, that indeed we come to God through Jesus. We come to God through faith. We come to God 
not by nature of our birthright, but by accepting the grace and love that God extends to us. And this is a powerful reality, and it's especially a powerful reality to us, right, who are not descendants of Abraham, that God extends this gift to the world, that God extends this gift to all who will receive it. Who are my mother and my brothers and my sisters? You are. You are. And you have the power to bind Satan, to bind sin, to bind evil, and declare the healing glory of the risen Christ. You have the power to declare evil in the world, to point it out, to bind it up, and to bring forth life, to bring forth God's Spirit. Not because you were born into it, not because you're even trained in a special way, but as is pointed out um, through this anointing calling of, of, of the naming of the apostles in, in Mark's gospel, these are 12 very different people that God has chosen. So you don't even have to fall into a type. You don't have to fall into the perfect body cast. You just have to accept, to seek, to come, to follow. That you've been called that you've been chosen to live and to be a brother, a sister, a mother of Jesus and receive life in that kingdom. Amen.